right. Wonderful. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Well, our preacher for this weekend is Pastor Dave Kofflesh, pastor of Cornerstone Baptist Church in Newmarket, Ontario. He's been there 12 years now. Him and his wife, Lori, is with him tonight. And they are grandparents now since the last time you've seen them. And so we congratulate them. That's exciting. And so, Brother Pastor Dave, would you come and preach to us tonight? And uh, you were here about a decade, is that right? Nine years, okay, and then been in Cornerstone for 12. So thank Amen. you for coming. God bless Amen. you. Thank you. Oops. I know, we're, I know we're not supposed to shake hands right now, but I, I couldn't help it. Wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. Have you guys been blessed tonight? Man, I have been as well. Thank you so much to the Jupp family for coming. Your ministry and song was really just wonderful, awesome, and such a blessing and encouragement, so God-honoring. Just pointing us to the cross and to the, to the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. I'm, I want to thank the church for the invitation to be here for your 88th anniversary. 88 years, isn't that something? I've been looking forward to this time and for this weekend to come here and be with you and praying for the Lord to bless our time together here over these next couple of days. It's good to be back with you to see many familiar faces, even through the masks, some of you I can recognize, and some new ones as well. I've been thinking about a lot of good memories over the past few weeks of our time here at Bethel. When we first came here to the church, the church was celebrating its 67th anniversary. Now, that's not just a good memory. That's math. I just went back 21 years, and so it was, that's how I figured that out. How many of you are in the youth group here? Young people are in the youth group? Okay. I've got some stories on Mr. Baker, Mr. Calvin. You come see me afterwards, and I can share a few things with you. <laughs> In the, uh, in the pictures there in the slides, I saw Walt, Walt and Jerry, Walt, Harvey, and Jerry Claver. You remember those guys? How many of you remember them? A lot of you do. They're, they're both gone to be with the Lord now. They used to come in and clean the church. I think they were here at 6 o'clock in the morning, every day. And I'd come in for school, and they'd already be here, and they'd usually be coffee break. They'd be sitting, drinking their coffee by then. They'd already been here for a couple of hours or, or more at that point. Walt and Jerry, they were great. What a blessing. Just faithful men, retirees. Walt, you'd go to see him about something, and usually somehow would digress into a story about hockey, because he used to play hockey, and then he'd end up talking to you about hockey. And it's like, Walt, I got to go. I got to get going. I, I got I to get to class. And again, but what a blessing. So many good, good memories. I'd like to introduce my wife, Lori. If you'd stand, please. She's here with me tonight. I'm glad she was able to come with me. She was in one of the pictures. I noticed that in one of the Iwana groups. Saw my wife there. We've been married for 24 years and four months, and so thankful for my wife. And just a little update on our children. Our two oldest were just babies when we came here. Nathaniel, our oldest, he's married, and he and his wife, Ingrid, have a little boy named Mason. He's about a year and a half old. And they're doing well. They live in Newmarket, and uh, they have a basement apartment they rent, not with us. And, you know, it's good to be separated. <laughs> so they have their own place. And uh, Nathaniel just finished his carpentry apprenticeship, and he wrote his exam this past week to get his ticket. And we had a little celebration for him last night. Uh, we didn't have the results in yet, but we celebrated anyway, kind of like the U.S. election, you know. <laughs> anyway, so... But he found out today, he found out today that he, he did pass the exam, so we're thankful for that. Then our second child, Ben, lives at home with us, and he's attending York University, getting a business degree, and then it's all online this semester, and then he wants to go on to law school after that, Lord willing. That's something that's been a goal of his for many years and believes that's where the Lord 
is directing him. And then our youngest, our daughter, Abby, is in her second year at Faithway Baptist College in Ajax, and she wants to be a teacher, just like her mom. When we left here 12 years ago, and it's hard to believe it's been that long, when the Lord led us to go up to Newmarket to pastor the church there, the, the work. And some of you know who were here at that time, the work was small and, and struggling. And I, Bethel Baptist Church here stood behind us. You folks supported us. You prayed for us, supported us financially, and have continued to do so. And I just want to thank you for that, for your continued support. It's a lot like coming home when you come back here to Bethel. And we, we appreciate you folks. I heard a little story. I like telling stories. I heard a story about a pastor who was asked to sign someone's Bible, and he got nervous, and he messed up the Scripture reference when he signed the Bible. What he meant to sign was, underneath his signature, put Psalm 36, verse 7, which says, How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. Instead, the reference he wrote down was Psalm 38, verse 7, which says, for my loins are filled with a loathsome disease, and there is no soundness in my flesh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I heard about this German tourist, this German tourist who was visiting New York City. And as he's traveling through New York City, he saw a sign over this restaurant that said, Hans Hofmeister's Chinese food. He thought, this is interesting. So he walked across the street and he thought, only in America could a German man open a Chinese restaurant. So he walks across the street to the restaurant, and there's an elderly Chinese gentleman sitting in front of the restaurant. He goes up to him, and he says, I'd like to meet the owner, Mr. Hans Hofmeister. And the German gentleman said, I'm, I am Hans Hofmeister. And the, the tourist said, really? You obviously are not German. And uh, so he said, what, uh, how did you come to have that name? And so this gentleman, Chinese gentleman, stood up and he said, let me tell you, when I first came to this country, I was standing in line at the immigration counter on Ellis Island here in New York City, and there was a German family in front of me, and the German man, the immigration officer, asked him what his name was, and he said, Hans Hofmeister. And so the immigration officer filled out his paperwork and stamped it and said to him, you are here registered in the United States of America as Mr. Hans Hofmeister. Welcome to America. And then he said, and then it was my turn. And the immigration officer asked me, what is your name? And I said, Sam Ting. <laughs> I know, that's bad. <laughs> so, I have to get through the jokes tonight because I understand there's two services in the morning. And I don't want to hear the same jokes twice tomorrow morning. Ephesians chapter 4, uh, 3, sorry. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 21. I'd like to take this verse as kind of a theme verse for the messages this weekend. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 21 says, Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. And then you look at the verse right before it. Verse 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him that is able. The fact that Bethel Baptist Church is still preaching the gospel after 88 years and still holding on to the word of God and holding up the word of God is a testimony to a God who is able. Amen? 
and a testimony to a God who is faithful. And I want to just talk to you for a few minutes tonight about the faithfulness of God, the Lord's faithfulness. And that was, I was reminded of that tonight as we looked at these slides and we listened to the songs. God's faithfulness. God is faithful, isn't he? What a blessing that is, that truth. And what that simply means is that God is dependable. He is worthy of our trust. He is true to his word. He is true to his promises. He can be believed and trusted. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 says, For he is faithful that promised. The word faithful is not found in Ephesians in reference to the Lord, but his faithfulness is seen throughout the book. If you go to chapter 1, it talks about all the things that he has done for us in salvation, as we heard the Jupp family singing about tonight, going to Calvary, the fact that Christ has bought us, purchased us. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. That's what he's chosen us to. It's not a predestination or election to heaven or hell. It's he's chosen us to be holy in him, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. God has adopted you into his family. Isn't that amazing? He said, I was, I've been reading in my personal Bible reading, uh, finished up uh, Deuteronomy and now started into Joshua. And just those early chapters of Joshua, as the Lord spoke to Joshua and, and then on to the nation and said that he was preparing to take the children of Israel into the promised land. And he said, get ready because you're going to cross the Jordan River and you're going to enter the promised land. That was all God's faithfulness. That was all his faithfulness. Israel didn't deserve to be taken into the promised land, but because God was faithful and true to his word and to the covenant that he had made with them, he took them on into the promised land. And God has been faithful to us. You see, carrying on in chapter 1, just a few verses I want to show you. Verse 11, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. You may not have a big inheritance here on this earth, but you've got an inheritance in heaven waiting for you because God is faithful. Verse 13, in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Again, that's the faithfulness of God. We've been sealed with the Holy Spirit and we cannot lose our salvation. Verse 14, which is the earnest, means the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. We could go on and on and look at how God is faithful. He's a faithful God to us. He is dependable. And Bethel Baptist Church stands as a testimony to the faithfulness of God. Our lives, your salvation and mine, stands as a testimony to the faithfulness of God. If you'd turn with me to Psalm 89, Psalm 89, verse 1. If you have your Bible, if, 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 if not, that's okay. I understand you may not have that with you tonight. Psalm 89, verse 1. Psalm 89, verse 1. The Bible says, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness. 
to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. If you drop down to verse 5. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is strong, who is a strong Lord like unto thee or to thy faithfulness round about thee? And this psalm just goes on and on and talks about the faithfulness of God. What are some things we should do in light of God's faithfulness? I thought of three points. Remember God's faithfulness. Remember his faithfulness. I remember when we left here, we left here, well, we, we took the call to go to the church in Newmarket in, in the spring, I think in May or June. The church had a vacation Bible school planned in, in August. We didn't have a house yet to rent in Newmarket, a place to stay. We borrowed Brother Tony's Baker's camper, and we stayed in that at a trailer park for the week of vacation Bible school. We wanted to move up to Newmarket at the beginning of September, which was only two weeks after VBS was over. We didn't have a house yet to live in. (laughs) So while we were there, during that week of vacation Bible school, we found a house to rent in Newmarket. And... We had gone through a real estate agent. The, the, the owners had put the house up on the market, and it went through real estate. And so I had to fill out this big application form to rent the house. And one of the things they asked us was, what is your income? I just left it blank because I didn't know. <laughs> the church was in a position where they couldn't, they couldn't give us a salary, and so I, I just left it blank. Well, when we met with the real estate agent, she went over the application and she said, the owners have accepted your application and they're willing to rent the house to you. She said, I, I noticed here you kind of left this one line blank about your income. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. And then all of a sudden she just changed the subject. <laughs> it went on to something else. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and I remember writing out the, the post-dated checks for the monthly rent. And I didn't have any clue where the money was going to come from to pay the rent. <laughs> but God provided because God's faithful. Because God is faithful. Amen. We have seen God be faithful to our church in Newmarket time and time again. We were able to pay off our debt. And our little, we're in a, a, a storefront. Some of you have been there and we're debt free. Praise the Lord. And we've seen God's faithfulness. Remember God's faithfulness. Can you look back in your life and see the faithfulness of God? I'm sure you can. And we ought to stop and think about God's faithfulness. Just what he's done for us in times past. And not just remember God's faithfulness in the past, but secondly, rely on God's faithfulness. Rely on God's faithfulness. God is able, Ephesians 3.20, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Has God been faithful to Bethel Baptist Church? Do you expect he's going to be faithful to you again in the future? For sure. He will be. Can we trust that he will? For sure. David said this in Psalm 37. I have been young and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. There's no denying that we live in uncertain times right now with 
the COVID situation and even the election in the United States has created a lot of uncertainty in people's minds and a lot of tension in some, in some people's minds. And we cannot deny that, but we have a faithful God who is going to continue to be faithful to us and to his word and to his promises because he cannot be otherwise than faithful because that's just who he is. That's his nature, that God is faithful. The last thought is we ought only not to remember God's faithfulness, to rely on God's faithfulness, but to reveal God's faithfulness. Psalm 89 verse 1 says, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness. Make known the Lord's faithfulness. It's good for us to tell others how God has been faithful. It's good for us as parents to tell our children how God has been faithful, how God has provided for us, how God has met our needs, to make known the faithfulness of God. And we not only make known the faithfulness of God by talking about it, but we make known God's faithfulness, we reveal God's faithfulness when we are faithful ourselves. As we are faithful, you display the fact, the truth, that you have a faithful God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 that Sarah received strength to have a child past age. She was 90. Any of you ladies want to give birth at age 90? <laughs> no, I'm sure. But Sarah did. And God gave her the strength at age 90 to have a child. And the Bible says in Hebrews 11, why? Because she judged him, that's the Lord, she judged him faithful that had promised. And so because she knew God was faithful, she could be faithful herself and rely on the promises of God and receive the strength that God would give her and in turn reveal God's faithfulness, reveal his faithfulness. As we are faithful to press on, faithful to continue, faithful to live for the Lord, we are revealing God's faithfulness. The fact that this congregation has continued on preaching the gospel and speaking for Christ and has stayed by the stuff for 88 years, you are revealing the faithfulness of God. You're giving testimony of God's faithfulness by that fact. Press on. Continue on. In Newmarket, I've been tempted to quit. You ever get tempted to quit, brother? You ever get tempted to quit, Brother Fury? Sometimes in ministry, we can be tempted, and, or you, you think, maybe, I, maybe the grass is greener somewhere else. Sometimes it seems like two steps forward and three steps backwards, but as we have stayed there, we've seen God show himself strong. God is able. And, and we're at a stage in our church where it's so exciting. We have a number of new Christians in the church. We have three adults waiting to get baptized here very soon. We have seen God provide time and again, we restarted our children's ministry. We had to shut it down in March because of COVID. We restarted, and for our little church, we've had 23, 24 children out each week for the past three, four weeks since we started up again. And that's exciting. But you don't get the opportunity to reveal the faithfulness of God if you're not faithful. When you back off, when you step away, when you quit, when you turn aside, you don't get to reveal God's faithfulness. Now, God is always faithful. He cannot be otherwise. But we miss out on being able to display his faithfulness to others, on being able to be a testimony to the faithfulness of God. 
So let me encourage you tonight, as we are faithful, we demonstrate that we have a faithful God who is worthy of our trust, worthy of our loyalty, worthy of our commitment to Him. I'm so glad God's faithful. Bethel Baptist Church, continue on. Press on for Him. You have a faithful God who will stand with you, stand by you, supply your need, guide and direct your steps and whatever God has for you in the future, and just keep on going for Him and trust in His faithfulness. Trust in it in, our own, in your own personal life because He is faithful. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you tonight that we can look to you, the God who is able. What a blessing this evening to be able to hear these songs sung unto thee, see these presentations, to look into your word, to see this slideshow, and just see your hand of faithfulness over the years demonstrated in this place. Oh, Father, may you continue to bless this church and lead it forward in the future until Jesus comes again. And Lord, we pray that you would help us to rest in the faithfulness of our God. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to turn over to Brother Fury for the rest of the message.